welcome. I want to continue this uh, series on mercy by speaking about how forgiveness sets us free and brings healing to our hearts. I'm sure you, like I, have sometimes felt angry towards someone and you maybe unconsciously decided not to forgive them and so find yourself twisted up in the pain of resentment. But by the grace of God, you can be free. Now, last time I spoke about the capacity to forgive as a divine gift and that we need to decide to accept that gift. And God in his mercy is always ready to give this gift to us. Like the saddest people I know are those who refuse to forgive. They carry this hard heart, burdened by deep resentment, stewing in cold anger, uh, bitter and enslaved to themselves. Now, Jesus told a parable that can help us here. In Matthew's Gospel, he tells about the servant who owed the king, who he served, uh, you know, a large amount of money, 10,000 talents, which is equivalent to something like $6 million in our currency. And so it's impossible for this man to pay back uh, the king. And so he pleads with him, look, just give me time uh, and I'll be able to pay it back. And the king felt so sorry for him, not only did he just give him time, he actually cancelled the debt. The total debt was cancelled. So we're told this servant then came out from that beautiful moment with the king, having received such a gift, and he's found a fellow servant who owed him a hundred denarii, which is the equivalent of about ten bucks. And he started to throttle this man and say, pay me back, pay me back, or I'll have you and your wife and children thrown into prison. Uh, uh, So when the king found out about this, he was not happy (laughs) because he's an ungrateful servant. And so he uh, really had him thrown out to the torturers. So I'll come back to that business about the torturers. But what's the main meaning here? The main meaning, of course, is that We have had the debt owing to our sin cancelled by what Jesus did on the cross for our sake. And, you know, if you owed $6 million, well, possibly you could find friends or something might help you to sort of actually pay it back eventually. But it was impossible for us to pay back that debt that was owing uh, to uh, our sins. But God cancelled that debt. God the Father sent his only Son, you know, who took upon himself the sin of the world and, and broke its power for our sake. And, and he forgave. You know, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. You see, we, have been, we are the beneficiaries of this incredible gift of our salvation in Jesus Christ. And so after having received so much, then we need to forgive those little Piccadillos, as it were, the small sins that have been done against us. Nothing in comparison to what has been done against God. And so that's the thing. We've received so much, so we should give so much in in forgiveness. So when we realize the immensity of this gift of mercy, then it's easier to forgive others, really. So if we doubt God's mercy, then, of course, uh, and don't believe in it, uh, and what he's done for us, then of course we tend to really project uh, 
the uh, condemning God upon others and, and that his condemnation uh, upon others. And so we find it very difficult to, to forgive because we haven't yet received inside ourselves the mercy of God. So the first movement is to actually accept the mercy of God for yourself and realize that you're the beneficiary of this incredible gift of mercy that you could not have earned. You could not in any way, you didn't deserve it, but God in his graciousness gave it to you. And so because we receive so much, then we should give so much. We receive freely, we should give freely, huh? So in this uh, parable then, um, he was obliged to um, pay back out of gratitude, you see. Uh, And uh, instead of um, demanding payback from uh, the the other servant, you know, he really pays back to the Lord in gratitude by forgiveness, right? So we can hold on to resentment, can't we? We can hold on to this uh, revenge attitude, we want to sort of somehow see the person suffer who's offended us in some way or another uh, inside the heart. We're a bit like that. And so it's important then uh, to allow the Lord to give us this grace. The master said to the servant, Were you not bound then to have pity on your fellow servant, just as I had pity on you? So you see, resentment poisons the soul. Now when we forgive... It's really for our own sake, first and foremost, because resentment distorts your whole interior life. It's a sickness that begins in the spirit and can actually affect the whole body, the emotions and everything. Uh, Even bodily ailments like physical disorders like uh, stomach ulcers, high blood pressure, depression, nightmares, nervous twitches, excessive stress, arthritis, all those sort of uh, conditions can be actually coming about as a result of a psychosomatic sort of process where what's happening in your interior spirit is actually being manifest bodily. So Jesus likens this state as being thrown to the torturers. So this man who would not forgive, he's thrown to the torturers. And it's true. The most tortured people I know are people who cannot forgive. Uh, It's hell on earth. And it's a hell on earth that you inflict on yourself. And the only way out of the prison is to forgive. It's forgiveness then that sets us free. It's not about ain't no, so much being fair to others. It's being fair to yourself, really. Uh, forgiveness opens the, the prison door, really, and you can walk free. You know, I want to give you an example. I was walking down uh, the aisle after celebrating a healing mass. And uh, I was accosted by a troubled woman. I could see she was troubled. She had it all over her face. And she said, how dare you talk about me like that? I'd been talking about forgiveness. And I'd never met her before. <laughs> but she thought I was talking about her. Because it was speaking to her, about her condition. And when she cooled down, after a while I convinced her that I wasn't talking specifically about her. Um, she shared with me what had happened. That um, uh, she'd lost her sister Uh, in tragic circumstances where a man had actually burnt down the house of a sister and her partner. They were burnt to death and the three children survived. And now this woman was looking after the three children. 
and she hated the man who had done it. He'd been arrested and tried, and she went to the trial, and she couldn't think. She wanted to think of the worst possible thing that could happen to him. You know, uh, she just hated him so much, and she would never forgive him. So she shared this with me, and I said to her, "Look, um, I tried to be gentle, <laughs> but I said, look, um, I'm sorry. I can see in you you have a cancer that's eating you away. And unless you're really able to come to grace of forgiveness, it's going to get worse and worse, and it's eating you up. It's going to destroy you. It's a, it's a cancer inside of you, worse than the bodily cancer. It's a cancer in your spirit. And, and it will. And I could see it was twisting her up. She, she was twisted up as a person. And, and so uh, she stormed off. Oh, she wasn't very happy about my, my diagnosis. But then she went home and talked to her husband. And he said, you know, I think he's got a point. <laughs> so she came back uh, sometime later. And um, we, were, we were having another healing mass. And, and this time I was leading through the people through a prayer. And the prayer was um, like, I pray now uh, the, for the grace to forgive that one person in my life who has hurt me the most, who's the, uh, the greatest enemy that I have, the one I find hardest to forgive. I now choose to forgive that person. And she said as that prayer was being prayed, she realized that's what she had to do. She had, she, she had the revelation and she felt the grace to do it. So she went to confession, she told me later, not to me but to another priest. And she said, i, I I confessed my resentment, my bitterness, and my hatred for my sister's murderer. And, um, and then he led her through a prayer of forgiveness where she said, so-and-so, I forgive you for murdering my sister. And she said, now, she, when she was telling me, she said, now I feel free. She said, I, and I could see she was free. Like her face had previously been somewhat contorted and sort of really disfigured. And, and now she was obviously a face which was shining and she was so happy because she realized that she'd created the prison for herself. Like that man was in prison, but so was she because she was hating him so much and she realized that she'd been imprisoned by her own hate and now she was being set free. And her whole body was relaxed now. <laughs> the whole disposition had changed. Um, she was back to who she really is. Uh, and that can happen kind of where, you know, resentment can take hold of the heart and we need a healing uh, and the healing can only come through forgiveness when you make that choice. Remember last time I said it's a gift from God and it's a choice that you make. Uh, it's not the feelings that matter, it's the choice. So you can really uh, block to any other healing that we need to have in our lives. Um, oftentimes um, in the healing ministry we find that um, people who have deep resentments, there's a blockage there to receive any other healing that God may want to bring them. You know, I had a woman once, um, she'd come up to prayer on a prayer line and um, her presenting problem was that she had all sorts of headaches and she had um, sort of like a lot of anxiety and, and uh, uh, she was just disturbed in her spirit and she wondered what was going wrong because at night time she couldn't sleep. She had all these terribly bad dreams. 
uh, that she identified as maybe being demonic. So anyway, I began to pray with her. And as I prayed, I sensed something. I said, is there someone who you haven't forgiven? She said, how did you know? I said, I don't know, I just sensed there might be somebody you haven't forgiven. (laughs) It turned out it was her husband because he'd walked out on her a couple of years ago and she hated her husband Uh, and she was really furious with him. And I said to her, it's very hard to pray for healing for you unless you forgive your husband. Do you think you could do that? She said, I don't think so. I said, well, could I pray that you would actually have the grace just to, you know, make a start? And she said, I don't mind you doing that. So I began praying, and I explained to her that forgiveness is a decision. It's not the feelings, you know, because she obviously had really strong feelings in here. And so anyway, after a while, I said, now, do you think you could just say, so-and-so, I forgive you for walking out of me? And she said, I think I can. And so she said it. And then... I saw immediately a transformation take place. It was just so beautiful. As she said those words, uh, there was a major transformation take place in her her heart and and obviously in her her whole demeanour and her whole attitude. Uh, And so it was a great grace, really, that she received at that moment. Now, I'm thinking also of um, a story told to me by Father Richard McAleer, a similar thing, really, uh, probably a little bit more dramatic, <laughs> where a woman came to him and she she had cancer in her stomach. And he started praying with her. And the same thing, he, he, experienced, he experienced a sort of a sense from God that there's a barrier here. And so he said to her, he said, someone you haven't forgiven. She said, how did you know? Uh, it was her sister. Because there'd been an inheritance battle and her sister had got off all the money <laughs> and this lady was very upset and very angry with her sister and held contempt towards her and so Richard said well look you'll need to forgive your sister otherwise I can't pray for the healing of the cancer and she said oh, I'd rather die of cancer than forgive and so he obviously had some work to do so over a period of a few months he worked with her and counseled her and helped her get to that place where she could actually make that decision to forgive uh, her, her sister and let it go. And so that's what happened. And then a few months after that, he said, uh, this woman came back and she said, I've just been to the doctor and, and they can't find the cancer anymore. You see, that doesn't mean, of course, that people who've got cancer have necessarily a forgiveness problem. But in this case, it seemed to be connected. Because once she'd forgiven, uh, the cancer was healed. And so uh, that's my encouragement to you today. If you're aware of any resentment you're holding in your heart to any person, any bitterness, any desire for revenge that you hold within yourself, any hatred that you have, it's like cancer eating away inside of you. And there is a choice you can make under God's grace to let it go, to uh, choose to forgive. And the healing will come to you. And maybe too you've been praying for some healing in your life of one kind or another. 
and it's not happening, uh, well, it can't happen if you have unforgiveness in your heart. It's the biggest barrier to any healing process. We know this from the Inner Healing Ministry, that again and again, what's most important is to forgive. And when the forgiveness happens, then the healing can occur. So I encourage you then to think about and reflect on your life and um, yeah, just um, be open to what God would show you. Uh, it's a tremendous uh, freedom that comes when we forgive and, and let go and give over the judgments to, to God. Uh, don't anyway want to hold ju- that person under judgment anymore or under condemnation, but I make a choice to let it go and give God the opportunity to bring a deeper healing to the heart. Bless his name.